Blog Talk Radio. Hey, 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 everybody. Kaylin Patterson, people, people, we talk maybe with muscles in your house or car or vehicle or probably at your picnic or maybe, maybe in your mask and your beach by Dre. It doesn't matter. We're here and so are you. Anyway, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all, and I mean all of the world, all of it, todo el mundo. ¿Entiendes? No? No? No entiende? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> if you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid I mean, there's no kind of cracks or crevices anywhere, just a solid foundation to stand on. And a vehicle to drive your goes like what does I? Like a Mack truck through ice cream on a Sunday um, with snickerdoodle sprinkles on mm, top. Chocolate. Ice cream with a nice day like today. Ooh, and snickerdoodle sprinkles. Ooh. Ooh, with extra cinnamon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, anyway, check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's chit chat with the banter. Hello, Desiree. Hello. Hello. How are you doing over there? Enjoying the sunshine? We've got 80 degree weather. I don't believe you were in the 80s, but I believe it was still a nice day. It is a beautiful day. Nice and warm outside. I'm enjoying all of it with very limited contact with anyone except for the people who were wanting to clean our gutters. I was like, well, yeah. we, really appreciate we appreciate you doing your hustle. Uh, yeah. Still a good time to get your gutters cleaned. You got to do that. Rona or no I, Rona, I, the rain is coming. It is April. <laughs> it's, it's April, a Rona. It's April A. Rona. Rona or no Rona, as long as they're six April, feet apart and in the house, you got to you gotta get those gutters cleaned or you are going to have problems later in the year, for real. For real. People don't understand how important gutters for are. Real. Until they're all clogged with leaves and they're causing water damage around your foundation because water is just pouring out everywhere except through the downspouts. Yeah, so you don't want to leave Anderson. You want to have it Everett taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, guys, guys, guys. So, finally, you remember? Finally. Do you remember back in the day, that one day, that one evening where we tried to have um, oh, the world bikini champion, no. Sarah Burkle? We tried to have her on the show. And we couldn't hear any. We couldn't understand each other. The, there was a storm yeah. that day. There were clouds everywhere, oh. and we could not even understand each other. And I so know. you had to. I you know. Were the we had to yeah, just like that. We had to cut the show short. And but we promised to bring her back. She promised to come back. And wouldn't you know it? Tonight <laughs> we are making good on that promise. We're making good on it. And so Sarah is here. But, but, but before I turn this over to her, I have to say, I don't know, I'm trying out this new Facebook template. Um, maybe you guys have seen that update message pop up in your end of the world. Maybe you've already converted. So they have the light mode. They have the dark mode. It's supposed to be a cleaner look, faster loading. You know, I tried to go the dark mode, but I, I just couldn't do it. But I'm looking at right here the cutest. My skin tone, I had to. No, Kaylin, the dark mode is just black. Your skin tone, you you are African-American, yes, but you are not black like that. You have the, you know, the chocolate warm mocha glow. You're not just black. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, anyway, I digress. Um, I am looking at the cutest picture of a Rottweiler puppy that has just been added to the Marcus Gates IPE Pro family. Uh, Looks like the name is Boss, so I'm going to assume it's a male. It doesn't say, but super cute. I have been, it could be, be but I'm going to assume, 
It could be boss lady, but it just says boss. So I don't know. I don't know. We might have to. We might have to ask Marcus. But since Marcus is also an IPE pro, I felt like I just had to share the cuteness that is on his Facebook page because we have an IPE pro on our show tonight. So with that, Sarah, introduce yourself. I I would say again, but I know nobody understood you the last time, so it's like you're doing it for the first time. Well, thank you guys so much. I'm so happy to be part of the show. Um, As Desiree said, this is Sarah Burkholz, and I am the 2019 IPE um, Bikini World Champion. So, um, you know, it was... Yay, yes, it was a very fun year. It was a stressful year. Um, I've been competing for about three years now, um, and I've done about five shows. So I don't really have too many under my belt, um, but I tried to just focus really hard and make necessary improvements um, in order to come out, you know, hopefully on top. So it paid off. I guess, I guess it did. So. You know, only only five shows under your belt. This might be a short show. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> we're going to go ahead, though. I'm and, sorry. <laughs> well, that's okay. No, it, it'll be as long as it needs to be. But let's start from the beginning then, and let's just talk about this journey. What made you decide to become a natural bikini competitor? How did you even get on this whirlwind of a career that you have going right now? So I have always been pretty active, uh, whether it be working out, primarily taking a lot of group fitness classes, actually, um, is how I first started working out. So I was always um, in the gym. I'm a member of Lifetime. So um, I tried to participate in as many classes as I could, sometimes taking two or three a day. Um, So I was just obsessed, uh, one would say. Um, And then I transitioned into more of a bodybuilding type of workout. Um, So I hit the floor a little bit more and I kind of steered away from the group fitness classes. Um, And I had a few people. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with group fitness. Nothing at all. Um, (laughs) Nothing at all. But I would say, you know, if you are looking to build muscle, you know, there's different ways of going about it, and I'm not sure group fitness is is the way to do it. Hey, hey. Do you? you, No, (laughs) no, I have to agree, Kaylin. Cardio, yes, even if you're taking a group strength training class, it's just not the same effect as going hard in a solo workout. And and that takes nothing away from group fitness. Nothing at all. Uh oh. Uh oh. Never mind him. He teaches a group boxing class if you didn't know. (laughs) He'll be okay. He'll be okay. So, anyway. (laughs) And I'm not bashing it at all. I'm a big fan of spin classes. I try other gyms around town. I used to do kickboxing too. Um, But um, it's just a different kind of. Um, a push and um, I saw that I was able to increase my weight over time and actually start seeing body changes Um, and you know I just had several people approach me and um, just kind of mention the fact Mm -hmm. that you know maybe what I do would be similar to what a bikini competitor would do as far as a bodybuilding type of workout and I just started looking into it a little Mm -hmm. bit more and I thought, what a great challenge. I'm not mm-hmm. the most outgoing person, so I knew it was going to be a challenge to get up on stage, uh, let alone in a teeny tiny bikini. <laughs> but <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. It's almost like you had to, you know, figure out like an alter ego or, you know, something just to, to make the experience just that much more special and um, to stand out, too, to the judges, so. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of where I started. Yeah. Well, you know, alter eagles are good. You know, Beyonce had oh, Sasha Fierce. So, I mean, work no, it, hey, work it. No, you did not. I did. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. But I anyway, sure did. I'm going to say, I, I, it's 
I honestly, if you think about the dynamics of it, it's a big thing that comes with stepping on stage, and that's freedom. There is a true freedom that comes from that. And I think that that person already exists. It's just we've reserved it because there's never been a platform for that kind of personality to come out. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've, there, there's so many sides to the human I, 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 ideology of who we are. And I, I remember being taught when I first took psychology that there were three people, and most people didn't know but one of them, and it's the same person. So you have the person you think you the person other people think you are, and then there's the actual factual you. And sometimes we're blessed enough to know all three identities. Sometimes people will only know one-third of it. And then there's just that we haven't grown into. So I, I really think that it's just who we are anyway. It's just that we don't have the, the platform to show it. Because I know when I played sports, I was very, very aggressive as far as, you know, just going all out because I, I figured there was only so much time to do it. But I never looked at my life that fashion until after sports. And then it became a transition into a bigger and better me. And I'm not talking about size. I'm talking mentally and, and spiritually. And then when I started competing on stage, and you can't hide anything, and I mean that, on, on, a, on a body stage, you can't hide anything. And so that was a new kind of freedom. And so basically I just kept growing and growing. So it, it's not a part of me I throw out when I'm at the mall or if there's any still malls existing or when I'm out in, in public. But it is a nice platform to step out there and show the part of me that I put in reserve. So if, if you guys want to still hold on to that uh, alter ego since you don't like these classes uh, either, you go right ahead, and then I'll hold on to the identity because I don't need uh, a pay telephone payphone because, hey, they're they're almost not existent now. So where are you going to do your little changes? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You're just, you're just too smart for us, Kaylin. You're just too smart. Um, we're we're going to hold on to that one. We're going to hold on to it. So you, uh, you're a gym nut. You uh, got turned on to lifting, loved it. So what actually led to the first competition, and, and when was your first competition? How did that go? My first competition was uh, 2018. And I had just, I, I knew nothing about it. I didn't even know what show to do. I didn't know anything. So I researched um, a coach online based on someone that I had met at the gym and she knew of someone. So I looked her up and I met with her and she kind of gave me a brief overview of the shows that she think she thought that I should do. And the first one was the Mr. Miss Natural in Minnesota. Um, so I, I prepped and competed in that in 2018. Um, and I ended up taking first overall. So that's where I won my pro card. Um, and I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I, I even loved like the shaking of the knees, um, all those nerves. Uh, it was just unlike anything I've ever experienced before. And it's, it's pretty emotional too, because you're on this journey for, you know, 12 to 16 months of building muscle, you know, cutting. And it's just a, it's a mental and a physical uh, journey. So um, yeah, I, I absolutely love it. Well, and that's quite the show too, because you said Mr. and Miss Minnesota, that's the one you were in for your, for your debut. Yeah. And that's not a small show. That is not a small show whatsoever. No. Aaron, Aaron McAllister puts on a great show, great workshop, draws yeah. a lot of athletes. So to come in as a novice and rock that show, because I, you know, how many girls were you on stage with? I'm going to hazard a guess. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I would say probably somewhere between 10 to 13 in just in your class. But maybe, maybe it was an off year. I don't know. How many girls did you have on the stage with you? Um, in my class, there were, I think there were six of us. 
and then mm-hmm. okay six and I think okay, there well, were still. four different height classes yeah no and yeah there and you go was, yeah it was a great group of girls so um, yep. Yep. Yeah. And that's cool. So four different height classes. So in the overall, you were competing against, you know, the top three of the other heights for four of you. So that in of itself is still, so if they were able mm-hmm. to break it out into four different height classes. That tells me that that was a large show. And you, how yeah. tall are you? Oh, about five, five. Okay. So you were so probably I'm in a tall. medium class. Medium oh, you were in a tall yeah. Medium no, tall, you're right. there was we go. Medium I was tall, say. Yeah. yeah, so I thought you'd be in a medium class there. So, all right, well, there you go. So, wow, so yeah. just a couple of years ago. So you totally rocked it. I'm going to assume that your winning streak probably continued on over the next couple of years, or maybe it didn't. <laughs> did you always find yourself in first place after that, or did you kind of like no. find yourself in not first place and then came back to first place, or how how was that part of the journey for you? Yeah, so a couple weeks after that show, I actually tried an NPC show. Um, ah. to get a, yeah, just to get a feel of the two different types um, of shows. So, and I I placed second in my class, so I didn't place overall um, mm-hmm. in that show. So, you know, I certainly wasn't always coming out on top. And then the next year, 20... 2019, so it would have been the summer of last year, I competed at Mr. Miss Natural again, um, and this time I was on the pro circuit, and I took second, um, second in that show, and then the two shows that I did this fall, so the Clash of the Titans and then Worlds, um, I took first, so it's just a, it's a big learning curve, you know, it's not going to be the same prep every single time. Things are going to change. Your body is going to respond differently to prep, um, especially if you've been prepping for a while. It's not like the same triggers will necessarily work for you every time, and it's kind of a game, and you have to figure it out. But that's what makes it fun. Um, no doubt. And having that's a great coach. pretty impressive, though. Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and there's my bed again. Yeah. <laughs> I love this woman. She's a true PIT, I tell you. True PIT. Well, one of the things I want to talk about, because you're talking about prep, and we have people that are truly dealing with a, a, I mean, a whole different kind of prep, considering this year as considered right. what's going on. And yeah. so yeah. many people, I mean, so many people are, are this, because this is so uncommon, they mm. don't know how to relate, they don't know how to change, they don't know how to function. And I've seen some that really fell off the wagon because it was right. just that kind of blow mentally. Um, when you're talking about different kind of press, and I, I, I'm kind of really looking at this because I said, you know, we, we teach change. Our whole life mm-hmm. is about change, uh, when, especially uh, when you talk about bodybuilding. Change is pretty much every year and year-round. Like you were saying, every prep is going to be different, and you have all kinds of things going on in that area. Then you have life, then you have food availability. I mean, there's all kinds of things, all kinds of factors that come in. Right. So when you have the, the, the prep, did that help you coming into this year with the pandemic and everything else? And how was that tra- transition mentally? Was it easier or harder knowing all the changes you've already done with your life prior to, to this time? You know, that's a tricky question. Um, I think definitely mentally it's taken a little bit of a toll. You know, I think, as you guys know, you know, we're all kind of addicted to the gym. Um, mm-hmm. So finding an alternative to working out, especially at home, when you've already been at home all day or you know you're going to be at home all day, and then you have to turn that into a space for motivation to to work out, it's really hard. Um, so I have, you know, I've leaned on, honestly, a lot of YouTube, um, just looking for different ideas. Um, and it's going to be a different style of workout, right? It's not going to be, 
you know, low rep ranges or anything like that. Like you're looking kind of for, uh, you know, muscle fatigue. Um, so you just kind of have to change what you have been doing um, in order to make it work. And it's possible. It's still possible to make changes. Um, the best thing you can do is just to keep keep your diet um, as consistent as possible. And you can still see changes. It's not it's not impossible. Um, but you just have to be able to to have patience and creativity and and motivation to to find an alternative. Yeah, I mean, and that's that, and that's the whole crux of the matter. Because no, the workout's not going to be the same. Are you going to have a PR every workout? Not that you necessarily need a PR every workout. No, but it can. Mm-hmm. It can still be meaningful and, you know, even if you're not making gains in a particular area, you can still maintain and keep a great physique going. What did you say, Casey? I said there's a tricky word, not making gains. Sounds like blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) I know. None of us want to hear that, right? No, not those kind of gains. We can, yeah, we can say it. We can say it because okay. they know. They know the difference between gains and the difference between gains. So anyway, oh. um, we have a question yeah. here. This one is from Carla. <laughs> She's asking, how has this change been mentally and physically if you lost the gym exercise experience, and how is it considering the future for competing? Hmm. And so I think you yeah. kind of touched on that the mental and emotional part of that. Yeah, you just kind of have to redirect your energies and um, take what you have learned at the gym and try and make a home solution. Um, it's, it's definitely doable. You just you need to have a few different resources, um, you know, at your disposal. So whether it be a backpack with weights or water bottles or whatever it is in it, just to add a little bit more resistance or, you know, get creative. Maybe you're going to focus on time under tension. Um, And maybe you take this time to focus on more mobility, which will help you in the long run, you know, when you do get back in the gym and start lifting heavy. Um, So there's just a lot of different ways that you can approach it. As far as being on prep, um, you know, shows keep getting pushed back. So I think mentally that's a little bit more challenging. You know, your end goal is always changing. Um, so your 12-week prep Good has point. suddenly turned into a 20-week prep or something like that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I just want a cheat meal. But there is a time <laughs> in, in this now to have a little bit more leeway. Um, and so, you know, obviously you're going to have to work with your coach to figure out, you know, what's possible for you. But, um, you know, there should be a little bit more freedom given the the extended period of time that the, the shows have been pushed out. So it's discouraging, but it's, it's doable for sure. Makes you stronger. <laughs> and, you know, and for sure. And, you know, the good coaches out there, they're already adapting and already – Yes. helping their clients through this phase of a prolonged wait is what we seem to be having. I mean, those that were looking to step on the stage in the fall, you're probably, you know, maintaining the course and nothing drastic has changed for you. Type of workouts, yes, but, you know, and probably your food too because clearly you're not going to be able to go as hard potentially at home on all muscle groups that you would in the gym. So I guess I can't say not much is going to change for you. I'm sure it has. But, you know, those coaches are already on it. And even, you know, Chad Adamovich, we talked about this a little bit at our last show, but he put out, you know, some good stuff on – the P4P Signature Series Facebook page on what to do in this time of, you know, self-distancing and our beloved gyms being shut down and just some tips Mm -hmm. to help get you through. So the resources and the information is out there. Um, And as far as the future of competing, I mean, we're on on a hold, and we've been on hold Mm -hmm. now for three weeks. You know, at least I know our self-distancing in Iowa is going through the end of the month now, and it could potentially go longer. But, you know, 
you know, we'll have to see. There may be some promoters who don't come back from this, but there are other promoters that have postponed their show. They're still planning on um, putting on a venue for the athletes to participate in. So as far as the future of competing, I don't really see it going anywhere. Um, There might be a few promoters that don't come out of this well, but then – you know, they could either pick it back up later or they'll, it'll be an opportunity for someone else who has visions mm-hmm. of being a promoter and an area might open up for them. So, you know, I think the future of competing is still going to be strong. Um, and as Sarah said, you know, it's just going to make us stronger as a nation, as a people, and I think even as a sport overall as we work through this. Kaylin? Mm-hmm. Well, what I was going to say is, is this is what I've been hearing for the most part is how much people had truly vested themselves into the sport instead of making it part of their lives. And that was a good, I mean, it's a good, bad thing because a lot of people are in denial until they're face-to-face with the truth. And competing has always been a joy simply because it wasn't ever a burden for me. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of people were falling off and getting so angry and so frustrated for not winning because they had just, I mean, because I I get going all in uh, when it's time to compete, but when it takes over your relationships, your job, your everything, then it's time to look back. And I think that's one of the biggest things that's come out of this time is a lot of self-check, a lot of self-reflection, for a lot of the competitors and realizing, you know, even if I don't make it to stage this time, I'm still in the best shape for my age group and for my life. And and there's certain things that we have to be adults about. And sometimes it's, it's like, like you guys are saying, it's not a happy time, but it's something that's not the end of the world also. And, and then the other part is, you know, seeing, you know, where you could, shore things up, because I know for me, with all the running I've been doing over the years, you know, there was some minor and nagging injuries that I was just not having the time to, to, to address fully, and thank God that I've been able to do that now, and, and above and beyond what I'm normally used to, so this is a good time to do that. It, it's basically, you know, doing the honey-do list on your body like we're supposed to do for our houses and, and, and wherever we're residing. So I just looked at it like that. I didn't stress over it because, heck, nothing's going to change until it changes. So, you know, just go with the flow and, and just make sure that you're addressing yourself in a positive way. And then the other thing, uh, my, my food bill went down because I, I, I'm not as active. So that was a plus as well, so I'll just uh, save that money for the shows that I can compete in later in the fall or possibly next year. You don't know. So, you know, mm-hmm. I've been looking on the <laughs> and I didn't want to become a chunky doctor monkey, so we, we had to you take care of that. Know. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. That's going to be my phrase for the rest <laughs> of the show. So. <laughs> All right, Sarah. So thanks for the question, Carla. That was a good one. Um, I'm going to bring us back around. So, Sarah, you had basically two amateur shows, one um, Natty, IPE, the other NTC, um, and then you just went straight to the pro stage. So, I mean, you said every prepper is different, and there there was a difference from amateur to pro, but you didn't really spend a whole lot of time in amateur. So, I guess, what changes did you see in transitioning from being an amateur competitor to the pro stage? Um, Oh, gosh. I mean, I think one of the biggest changes, well, that I made physically was actually um, kind of going with the mantra that less is more. Um, So the first three shows that I competed in, I was spending a ton of time in the gym. I was doing... 16 to 20 different exercises for a workout. Um, but then coming into these wow. last two shows, yeah, it was just overkill. Um, so coming into these last two shows, it had completely changed. Um, so I was doing maybe five exercises. Um, 
And I also did upper lower splits instead of um, body part focused. So I thought that was gotcha. a pretty you, big change as well. And do you attribute those changes? So did you have the same coach throughout this process or did you take on a coach at a certain stage? Did you self-coach in the beginning and then take on a coach? Or how did how did that all play into um, I guess, kind of your growth in exercise regime. Yeah. So I think at the same time, I had also transitioned coaches. So the first three shows I was with um, my first coach and then the last two shows I had switched and I had gone with a different coach who actually didn't have any um, bikini competitors in his. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so he had he had figure girls and physique girls um, and a lot of guys, but I, he didn't have any bikini girls. So I was curious to see what he was going to do. Um, but you could tell his style of training was completely different. Um, mm-hmm. Working with working with the rep ranges um, and definitely trying to build up the strength um, and not doing as long of a cut. So I was still eating quite a bit of food. Uh, right up until about four weeks. So that was really nice. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is nice. You always want to eat as much as you can, as long as you can. You do. All right, yes, I've got to build up that metabolism. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. All right, I've got another question here. This one is from Jake. He's saying, how much stuff do you guys not tell us when doing these shows? It really sounds like Kaylin has some big issues with the NPC, just my two cents. Um, you know, Jake, I don't think we really hold back anything. Um, we don't always focus on things we don't necessarily like or agree with all the time, but I don't I don't know, Kaylin, we don't hold back stuff, do we? No. Uh now, okay. <laughs> I, I would say there's things we don't speak on simply because we don't know the whole of the matter or situation. And so we don't want to become into real gossip. We want to be real talk. And so if it sounds like we're reluctant to go there, and I put that in air quotes, that might be the, the reservations you hear in my voice. Uh, Dad and I have been more than outspoken in how we feel about the enhanced uh, arena and community, and uh, I don't think we need to go any further than what we've already been saying. I mean, if you... If you want us to do a show about it, then get a group of you guys and, and we'll have a, basically a rant for a half an hour. So <laughs> I wouldn't spend any more time than that. You know, just, you know, whatever. It, it's not that big a deal to me. I, it's not something I want to spend. Our, if we're a non-enhanced show, I don't see any reason to just keep bringing that up and make that the topic of a non-enhanced show. I mean, we're real talk for naturals, and that's where we—that's where our minds and focus should be. That. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, and I agree with Jake. That is a fair question, and I think Kaylin hit the nail on the head when, you know, we just don't feel the need to. I mean, we do get off on tangents. I'm not going to lie; it happens. But we don't always feel the need to belabor the point, and you know, we're going to be natty a hundred percent. And and that's okay. But to be fair, Sarah, so you tried, you started with the Natty show, you tried the NPC show, um, and you're clearly still competing Natty. So go ahead and just kind of share with us the differences you saw between the the two um, broader organizations, if you will. And I mean, yeah. and then, and then that way they'll they'll have your perspective of how that was for you. So the biggest thing that I noticed actually was just the sense of community that I felt with the natural shows. Um, everyone mm-hmm. was truly just excited to be competing with one another. Um, and they were also very encouraging of everyone else's physique and how great everyone looked. Um, whereas the NPC, it was definitely more of a competitive vibe. Um, and you were kind of just, I mean, if you weren't part of a, a team, um, a team of bodybuilders, then you were kind of just on your own. And it was a very um, almost like secular kind of feeling. Um, yep. So that, yeah, so that part, I just, I, it really stood out to me. Um, 
but as far as the the girls, you know, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't too different. I mean, physiques were pretty much the same. You could tell some of the girls had um, had maybe dabbled in like a little bit of you know enhancements or some, you know, like things like that. But um, you know, it's just a different it's just a different federation. It's a different a different look that they're going for, the judges are going for. So, um, you know, you just have to kind of keep it in mind, keep it in check, um, and, you know, you'll find what works for you. Yep. I mean, and there you have it. And, you know, it's all good points. Um, and you just, as she said, you, you just don't know who you're on stage with as far as who's dabbled, <laughs> we'll say, mm-hmm. and other yeah, things. exactly. And who has not. So, I mean, that's dabbled. You just don't know, Kaylin. You You just don't know who's dabbled. All right. So, anyway, Jake, I hope that's helpful to you. I hope that's helpful. But as Kaylin says, I mean, surely you guys are tired of hearing us rant, and it's going to happen again, so I'll just apologize up front. But if you really want to hear us just rant and rant, let us know. I, you know, I don't think that would be a very when fun I move show, though. I can. Or some know that's close to me. I, I do get a little worked up, and so Jake, just yep. keep listening until that happens, because as long as they're using, these days will keep coming. Yeah. <laughs> so we can rant for only so long that I'm like sick of myself. So I'm like, okay, we gotta stop talking about this, and and we're gonna yeah. continue on talking about other stuff He's like Sarah Burkholz, who is the IPE world. <laughs> Bikini Pro. So let's talk about IPE Worlds. Let's talk about IPE Worlds because that show yeah. is no joke. I mean, you guys have heard us talk about the IBA, no um, PMBA, Natural Olympia. Um, and so every end of year show for a given organization is always a beast of a show. And the IPE Worlds is no different. So just kind of talk to us about you know, where your mindset was at and your prep for that show, and then competition day. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, my mindset going into the show was probably, you know, hey, if I at least make top five, that's great. <laughs> you know, like I wasn't, <laughs> um, I certainly wasn't anticipating uh, coming home in first place. Um but I was just trying to do the best that I could. And I knew stepping on the stage, you know, minutes before the music is playing in the background and we're trying to get the girls to dance and have fun and just let loose and just, you know, let all the worries go because you really just have that moment. Um, and it's not worth it to stress about or be nervous or have that take over what you truly have to give. Um, so I just try and keep that in mind before I go out on stage is, you know, I've worked so hard for this. I want to present myself in the best way possible. Um, and to just ultimately have fun, you know, these shows as fun as they are, they're also very expensive. So you're paying quite a bit of money, um, you know, for this experience and you want to make sure that you're getting the most out of it. Um, and it's also fun for the crowd too, and your family and friends and everyone else that's there supporting you. They want to see you shine. They want to see you have your moment. Um, and you really, you really do owe it to yourself based on the work that you put in. Um, so show day is always, show day is always very, um, very long, you know, given the amount of time that you have to dedicate to spray tans, to hair and makeup. Luckily, I have short hair, so the hair part doesn't really take too much time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But um, it's just an unforgettable experience. Um, And the people that you meet along the way just make it all the better. even those who are giving, you know, your, your polygraph test or whatever it might be, you know, just take that time and just let them just have fun. Get, get out of the show world for just a minute um, and just kind of be a real, real person for as, as much as you can. So um, show day is my favorite show weekend, the week of yeah. peak week. It's just, it's 
an incredible time to see your body change um, and really come into to what you've worked so hard for. So. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, I would do going to Six Flags because we, we, I don't think I've ever lived close to uh, a theme park, uh, amusement park. It was always a long drive. It was always a long drive home. But boy, oh boy, the time in between. And it's you, you can't, you can't make those moments. They just have to happen. And I, I notice on show day, you never know who's going to show up. You never know the mindset they're going to be in. But mm-hmm. I know if you bring your best, you can uplift any and every person in any and every moment. And that's what I love about it. The camaraderie is always a blessing. I, I don't think I've gone and, and not had a smile on my face where it was just, you know, so happy. The memories and the pictures, everybody gets tired of me taking pictures, but they thank God that I do. So, I, I, you know, it's just a great moment no matter what. You're going to have a fall. Um, the people that go there with the wrong mindset are the ones that truly suffer, like you were saying. And thank God that it's not the whole, that, that, that it's not the majority of the group. It's basically mm-hmm. just the ones who really didn't have an idea of what they were getting into. And that all-or-nothing mentality can be very destructive. It can be very rewarding for the ones that want to win, but it's less rewarding for the ones who want to get out there and compete. So did you – I just want to – how do I say it? I don't want to take away from it, but it's such a, a, a great time. Because for me, it seemed like I got on stage and I was on there for a little bit. But it was all the time in between being there and getting others ready and helping me supportive and cheering people on. That's what I remember most because I can can tell you the times I I stepped on uh, somebody spraying Pam. Those are the moments I remember on stage. But uh, the, the experiences backstage and meeting all the new competitors, that's what I remember most. And I mean, I can smile from ear to ear when I talk about that. But most of the time when I'm on stage, I'm doing my best not to screw it up because all that time <laughs> of trying to get there. So, you know, it's, it's more it, – that's when I would consider myself on the clock, but everything yeah. else is the vacation until I have to clock in. I'll say it like that. What do you think, Ben? That's true. I think Sarah's got this one, and she agrees. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I definitely agree. I do. You know, you stand a little bit taller. You make sure your shoulders are a little bit higher. Um, and you're just a little bit more on point when you're on stage. So absolutely. Yeah. And definitely the camaraderie backstage. Oh, there's nothing like it. You know, girls are helping each other out. They're sharing their their little carve-up treats. And it's <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. You know, there's pictures, of course. Um, and everyone's just super supportive. So the IP is a great federation, so. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So now I have to ask, you said you're you're not a uh, a very, I don't know, was it outgoing the word that you used? Maybe that's not yeah. quite it, but you're, you're kind <laughs> yeah. of a conservative person maybe. So which of your three personalities is on stage <laughs> when you're competing? <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, Kaylin, you're going to have to remind me of the three people that, that we all are. So it's the first person is who – who I am. Who you think who you I are. Yep. Yes. Yep. And who, who other people think you are. And who you okay. really are. Okay. So I think I'm on stage I'm definitely who I who I think I am. Is that is that one of the options? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So yep. if I could just truly be myself all of the time, it would be that. Um Friendly, smiling, um, confident, um, and just feeling very strong. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely who I am on stage. Well, that's awesome. You know, we just have to, since, you know, our horizons were broadened here, we had to figure out what was going on here when you were on stage. And so that's, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, and I think that's, 
the same for everybody. Some people don't think about it, but other people are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm doing that. Right. And then they get out there, and they're like, well, who was that person that was out there? So, you know, and for yeah. me, half the time I feel like my mind goes blank. I'm like, how did I get on stage and how did I get off? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, so you don't remember that. It must that be at on all. cruise control. Yeah. So it must be whatever is really there is what's on stage because I'm like, all right, quarter turn, quarter turn, quarter turn, <laughs> yeah. half turn. All right, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. Trying not to mess up the call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Did I turn the right direction? It's a good thing it's all in one direction. Clockwise. Oh, that's right. Otherwise, I might have issues. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I might have some issues. So, I I tell you, (laughs) there's nothing else like it. So, I guess, I mean, what's next, kid? Yeah, I feel like you've been to the IPE mountaintop. What happens after this? I know. I I guess you just continue to go back. I don't know. I think I think that's what I'm going to go for. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We've still got some gotcha. time to to make some changes and decide what my what my next step is. But um, well, you know, then there's always international. No, well, no, and no, by no means do you do not have to give it up. There is still so much out there, and and there is always international competition. So that it may, I mean, it might not be in your organization of choice, but you can still find ways to continue to meet new people, broaden your horizons. You know, heck, you don't even have to go international. Just check out shows in different states and go from there. But definitely, lots more to be done. Wouldn't you say, Kalen? Oh yes, but I mean, to have your world in your hands, no one, you have a select few that can say that and be a world champion. That's something to reflect on itself. And then whether you are accepted or not, your identity increases amongst the people you know because that's mm-hmm. something that very few can claim. In your in your circle, in your group, there's not too many people that can claim to be a world champion. And here's the big part, and be telling the truth. That's right. So, you know, you can look on that and see how you can broaden the horizons of the people you know, just living vicariously through what you're doing. Then you have mm-hmm. the aspect of the, the friends and family that have been following and knowing the sacrifices, dedication, and, and, and due diligence that you've been providing your own body. So you, yep. you're, you're educating people as you go. And it, when you so get on an international stage, I'm here to tell you, it's it's mind-blowing because then you have the reality of not just representing your coach, your gym, but you're representing your country. And that's something right. that's really, I mean, oh, you talk about the butterflies and goosebumps. I was just praying that it, <laughs> it, I, I'm just throwing that out there. But not the vomit. But just the idea of <laughs> it all hits us in different ways, just, right? <laughs> yeah. right? You just don't know. Yeah. You just, you just don't. don't know. <laughs> oh, Kaylin, PIC, God bless you. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you what. You just don't know. Um, and here's something else that maybe you just don't know, because we did not cover this on our cancellation show, but since we're talking all things, I, well, not all things IPE, but we're talking IPE, and NANDF leads to the IPE, so check this out. This announcement from John Arnold posted on March 13th, so I haven't seen any further updates, but it says, With all the recent happenings regarding COVID-19, we wanted to let everyone know that the 23rd annual NANBF Natural Southern States is moving forward and will be held as planned on April 24th and 25th. Oh, wow. So I, you know, if any, if any other NANBFers out there that were prepping for this show, if you have heard something different, let us know. But uh, if, I mean, maybe this 
is still doing what it's doing. So anyway, so there you go. Um, and they said they will adhere within best practices per the Centers for Disease, so the CDC, including practicing good hygiene, keeping spaces well-ventilated, disinfected surfaces, clean facilities, and supplies. I'm pretty sure they're not going to be able to maintain that six-foot distance, but, hey, I'm interested to see how this goes down because this is, if it does go on as planned, precedent setting. It'll be a longer three show. on stage. Okay, running short format, three on stage. Ooh, more challenging for judging too, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. not because then, because then, then really with the only three on stage. Yeah, so very interesting, very exciting. What do you think about that, Sarah? Be less moving around for those girls. That's for sure. Yeah, no True. doubt. I mean, you are front and right? center the whole time, and if they move you all three positions, I mean, judges are really going to get a good look. Yeah, really it good look. Long, so, sure. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, very exciting. So, yeah, it might be longer, but then maybe not because they're going to be able to see boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, and mm-hmm. be able to move them on and get their good looks, and then move them off versus having to shuffle, you know, tons of girls around. So, very interesting. Okay. Very interesting. So with that being said, guys, we are nearing the end of our time. So, Sarah, I probably did not prep you for this, but when we do have time, we'd like to give our guests the opportunity to give shout-outs to anyone and everyone that has been there for them on this journey, and I would like to give you that opportunity right now. Oh, thank you so much. Well, first and foremost, my family and friends, those closest to me, always supportive, pushing me, pushing me, always telling me to keep going. I've got it. So um, thank you to them, as well as my coach, Adam Besick, who's part of Besick Fit, owner of Besick Fit um, out of Minneapolis here, and my posing coach, Rihanna Harley, who is just a dream to work with, um, and she is also working towards her pro debut uh, this week, or sorry, this year as well, so Whenever that happens, she will do amazing. So thank you to all of them. Awesome, awesome. And Sarah, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and come back and do this show. So that is fantastic. We appreciate it. Kaylin, last thoughts on tonight? Well, I know if you're on stage for any amount of time, Snickerdoodle really helps with that duration on stage. (laughs) Good last word. So on behalf... On behalf of World Bikini Pros Everywhere, the NANBF, IPE, the boys at P4P Muscle, Kaylin, and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it. What's Naked Doodle? <laughs>